You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, from the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Gossip Girl. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Gossip Girl news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off and the buzz continues, it's AfterBuzz TV for Gossip Girl. Hello, Gossip Girl fans. We just finished watching Season 5, Episode 14. I am your host, Roxy Stryer. And I know it looks like I'm alone, but I'm really not. We have the fabulous Mia Smith on the phone. Hello, Mia. Hey, yeah. Uh, she is rushing here to the studio right now to get here to be a host on Glee, but she couldn't make it in right now due to other work things, so we're just happy to have her on the phone, so I'm not awkward by myself. <laughs> no, not at all. It's not really me. <laughs> uh, and, th- and that is true. What a good friend. And in the booth, we have Phil Svitek. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Hmm. Um, so I wish you could comment more on Gossip Girl so that we could have a guy's perspective more often. But uh, I'm, I think I need to get Jesse back in here for Gossip Girl sometimes because he kills it. I know. And we're, we're also missing Jessica King tonight. So next week we'll come back stronger in numbers. But Could I just say I love Chuck? And that he just oh needs God, to focus on one thing. <laughs> I love Saving him. his father's legacy. There you go. That's my one comment of the night. Do you know what? Save that, your father's that's legacy. That's very um, inspirational of you and actually makes sense. Even though his father was a complete asshole. But yeah. So we are opinionated people. Far. I only know that he wants to save his father's legacy. Don't know that he's an asshole. <laughs> Good enough. No, well, he's an incredible asshole. There's a difference. But okay, uh, let's just get into this episode, which I thought was an incredible episode. I actually yes. have to say I liked it better than the 100th episode we saw last week. Me too. I, I really enjoyed this a lot more than last week. It was it was much, you know, it, it, it reminded me why I fell in love with Gotham Girl. The twist, the turn. You know the team coming together to help one another. It was it was, it was very classic and and I and very much enjoyed it. They even the fold a lot more too. Right, and and the first thing that we see was something that I actually had predicted or had hoped was going to happen, um, which was that Gossip Girl is not actually Georgina. Thank God. Yes. Um, Thank God. Yeah, I know. I thought that was the weirdest freaking decision they made. So I'm glad, as I somewhat predicted, she actually is just taking over for Gossip Girl while Gossip Girl is on hiatus. Actually, like, I wasn't there last week. You didn't even hear my um, total disdain for her being Gossip Girl. I was, I was freaking that out. I was Serious. Oh, I totally was freaking out. I was sitting there like, that doesn't even make sense. She hasn't been yep. here for some of the time. How could she be it? I don't believe this. <laughs> I was bugging out, so I'm really happy. But Jessica was like, that's fine. I don't care. What the hell? What? Really? No, there's no way. I 
No, it just, no, it doesn't work. And I, and I still don't, I mean, I like that they explained it, that she's the new Gossip Girl, but it still doesn't work for me. Like, I don't like knowing who Gossip Girl is, and I don't like it being Georgina. You miss the old Gossip Girl? The anonymous Gossip Girl? Yeah, me too. Me too. But anyway, at least we have a fill-in for now to keep the show going. And I want to talk about, um, first I want to just start by talking about Nate and the real Charlie Rhodes. Not Charlie Ivy, but the Charlie Rhodes that goes by Lola. What's with these Charlies and going by other names? It's confusing. It's it's, it's very much confusing. Actually, when I was watching this episode, I didn't recognize her off that. That's what my roommate said. It's like we have Charlie Ivy and Charlie Lola. Why can't yes. they just have two different freaking names? It's so confusing. But yeah, so we we have Charlie Lola in this episode, and we have Nate, and they seem to be romantically interested in each other. Yeah, trying to you know do a little um, labor in the back there, helping clean up and pack up. I was quite impressed, Nate. Uh, yeah, getting his hands dirty for once. Uh, what did you think about, though, the fact that they were sitting in Nate's apartment and he heard Charlie Lola on the phone with her mom and he heard, and she said, oh, it's just my boss and lied to him. And then so he kind of freaked out and, wa- and was like, this date's over. I'm sorry. I'm tired. Did you think that was I fair thought, of him? I thought that was a great move. I mean, Granted, she doesn't think to be a liar like the previous girls he dated, but it's about time that Nate learned from his past. Like, he keeps making the same mistake. So, for him to end the date at that point, like, I, I, thought, I thought it showed a lot of growth for him. I agree that it did show growth, but at the same time, don't you think it would have shown more growth for him just to say, wait, uh... I just heard you were on the phone with your mom. Why are you telling me it's your boss? Like, why did he have to make it so dramatic and kick her out? And then finally, when Lily calls him, he runs to her and is like, listen, I just met all these girls recently and they're such liars and I can't deal with it and blah, blah, blah. It was like so over the top. When you date girls and you get a sign, you get that red flag, like it's just better to just cut it and keep, keep on moving before you're like crazy in your life or trying to or give someone an opportunity to explain that's true. Girls are freaking crazy, though. Yeah, girls are crazy. So all he saw was liar. So he walked away, which makes sense. And him still being a man, once he realized what was up, he then went back and apologized and gave her a chance. So it wasn't that he was completely turned off. He was just in that moment. Okay, I, I can agree with that. I do see growth in Nate, which I like. But speaking of liars, um, can we just talk about this royal family and what's going on with them and how they've completely 180'd? I am hating them more and more by the second. What the hell? I really don't understand. So we have Louis, his mom, his sister, and they're the main uh, characters in the royal family. So originally, the mom was, was, uh, she wasn't evil and she wasn't good. She was just in the middle. Louis was good and the sister was evil. Now, the sister's good. Louis and the mom are evil. Are completely evil. And how how does Louis turn like that? I just, his, his whole transformation made no sense to me. And I, and I never liked it from the start. When I, when I saw the, when I saw him begin his downward spiral, it just, I, 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 I it, it doesn't sit well for me. And then 
the true blood like that on her wedding day. You know, at least at least his mom said to wait for on the plane. I mean, geez. Would you have walked out on him too? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I thought that that was disgusting. And the fact that his mom was in on it with him, it completely shows how somebody is raised, if they're raised that way, like, you, you don't have to look far to see where it's coming from. The apple fa- doesn't fall far from the tree. The fact that they were so similar, it's like, it was really disturbing to me. And Louis, I felt like, was such a good guy. And that's why I liked this storyline originally, because Chuck, on paper, was a worse guy than Louis. But we still wanted Blair to end up with Chuck. So we had to kind of reason with ourselves and try to figure out why we loved Chuck so much, even though Louis was such a good guy. It wasn't a clear-cut choice. But once Louis turned into a bad guy, I, I feel like they only did that to try to make it so that we would hate Louis because they knew we were conflicted. You know what? That's, that's a very good way to say that. And, and, and that definitely makes sense because when they, you know, when she first started to get with him, I was like, man, I, I like the whole blood Blair Chuck dynamic. But Louis is so sweet and where she used some, you know, simplicity in her life. Exactly. So it, I was conflicted for a long time. And now now I'm just like, F you, Louis, please, please. Did you understand what was going on with Louis's mother uh, sitting down Blair's mom? And she was trying to get out of Blair's mom where Blair was uh, out of, sorry, out, out of Eleanor. And Eleanor's like, what the hell are you talking about? My daughter is with your son. Why did Louis's mom go through that entire process just to finally tell her what was going on. I didn't understand. Why was she trying to push something out of Eleanor only to finally tell her that she actually knew? Hey, Roxy. Hello. Roxy. Yes? We have a special hey. guest. Well, not a special guest, but someone else for you on the line. Uh, who do I have on the line? Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Jessica? It's Jess. Oh, my gosh. My I was, I was sorry you're not there in person tonight. My hosts are here. This is amazing. <laughs> Wait, I need to know what you thought of this episode. Oh, my gosh. You're into it? Because um, you love the 100th episode, but I think that me and I like this one better. Okay, I did love the 100th episode. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I know last week I was, like, super Debbie Downer because I thought that this week was going to really suck. But I was pleasantly surprised. It was good. And it definitely had some twists and turns in there for us. And so I'm glad that they kept us on our toes still because I really thought it was just going to be, like, super lame. I was really into it and so stoked. We talked about how uh, Georgina isn't actually Gossip Girl. And that just made me so excited because this show, it always yeah, is Yeah, it makes so me. much more sense. Exactly. So I'm really stoked about that. Uh, what's your opinion? We're talking about the royal family right now and how they completely 180 and the situation where Louise's mom was talking to Eleanor. What the hell was going on there? I, it was kind of confusing to me. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that his mom really has a place to, like, be trying to threaten Eleanor or whatnot, you know? Like, it's, I mean, I get it that it, it brings the families in, but they need to let Blair and Louis 
deal with it. Like, I feel bad for Eleanor because she was so caught off guard and especially because she had a hunch that something was wrong from the beginning and then to just kind of have this, like, thrown in her face. Yeah, totally. I just thought it was so inappropriate and... um I'm just not a fan of Louis' mom at all. Of course. Me, none of us are. And you know what? I felt so ignorant during this episode when I turned to my roommates and I said, what the hell is a dowry? No, <laughs> I didn't say dowry. A dowry. How do you say it? Dowry? Dowry? Doubt. What is it? <laughs> I feel like such an idiot. They were like, it's when you have to pay the family to marry in. Duh. I was like, okay, well, that's a little before my time. And then later on, we hear Chuck say, what century do you think this is? And I'm like, thank you, Chuck. Thank you. What the hell is this? Oh, my gosh. Like, you could pay someone to marry into their family. That's, that's what it is. It's like, you know, back in the day, and it's like, I'll give you five sheep to marry my daughter or something like that. I don't know. It's like something well, like <laughs> you're not alone because that went completely over my head to the point where I didn't even ask about it because I just thought I had misheard something. And the, they mentioned it so many times and finally turned to my roommates. I'm like, what the hell is that? So to clarify, basically, Louis' mom keeps throwing it in Eleanor's face that if Blair doesn't stay <laughs> married to Louis for at least a year, then they're reinstating the dowry, which means that Eleanor has to pay Louise's family like a crap ton of money. They didn't mention yeah. that much. It is. I figured that. No. Which was so weird to me because this was the first time that anybody's ever seemed to be concerned about money at all. Like, don't you yeah, guys have billions I, of dollars I, in the bank? Yeah, I mean, can't they just pay them off for the wet and, and like, be over and done with anyway? I don't know. I didn't understand that. All of a sudden, it turned into this huge deal. I'm like, you're all trust fund babies. You would rather stay married to a guy for a year? But anyway, we can talk yeah. about... I want to uh, save Blair's decision for the end because it was the big, big moment of the episode. So unless anybody has any more comments about the asshole royal family, uh, let's move on a little bit to Dan and Blair's relationship. Okay. Okay, so oh, oh, oh. all right. I just poor lonely boy. Poor lonely boy. This makes me so sad because like I was saying before when we used to like Louis, we've always loved Dan and Dan mm-hmm. Dan just is hopelessly in love with Blair and it's unrequited love and it's so sad and he does anything for her and that's such true love he takes her to the airport after pulling around the car he gets her hotel room she maxes out his credit card um he's doing everything possible and she's still treating him like shit and how proud of we are, are we of him that he finally called her out so yeah, proud of him yeah. oh mate so what do, what do we think? Was that moment the moment we had been waiting for? Did it do it justice, or was it not what we hoped it would be? I wanted it to be bigger. I wanted it to be more drawn out, because I feel like he called her out, and then, like, she said something back, like, that he was ungrateful or whatever, and then it just, like, never got settled. And it's like, she has no right to be, like, trying to equate that, you know, because she has completely taken him for granted this entire time. Right. And he hasn't done anything to the same extent to her as what she's been doing to him. And so for her to be like, excuse me, like, how dare you? And then it's just like done. I think like, he, like she needs to, you know, pay the consequence of maybe like Dan, at least some, I mean, 
something stupid, like maybe dad needs to give her the silent treatment for a while or she needs to see what it's like when she can't just like call on Dan and right. have him yeah. at her beck and call and, and um, take advantage of him and see what it's really like, you know? I totally agree. Yeah. And it was like, finally, finally she calls him out. I mean, he calls her out and then a minute later when they're downstairs at the bar, she apologizes and he's like, it's no biggie. You're having a hard day. What? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. They were at the bar. I, I really thought that that was a, a nice moment as well. And and it, it was and it was nice to see Blair recognize the fact that Dan is a, a really good friend. And it was nice to see that she does love him. And maybe not in the romantic sense, but there is love there for her to kind of express that. Uh, it was long overdue. Right. I, I agree. And what was that thing? So it was. This was the quote that really got to me. And Blair was like. I need to know that you'll be there for me. And Dan just says, always. And you see it in his face. And it's like, no matter uh, what happens, no matter who she ends up with, whether it's Chuck, Louis, some other guy, Dan's always going to be there, always going to love her. And yeah, that, that was really sad. Oh, it's heartbreaking. I can't handle that. And the most heartbreaking part is, we don't even want them to end up together. So it's not like I'm sitting exactly. here. I'm not sitting here being like, oh, please, this will all be fixed if they can be together. There's no fixing this because we don't want them to be, be together. Blair doesn't want them to be together. And Dan's just going to be miserable taking yes, Serena. I, I just kept saying, Dan, what are you doing? Serena just told you she loves you. Stop. Please stop. Okay, let's talk about that. So what are we thinking about them? What are we thinking about Dan and Serena and how he didn't say anything back to her? He let her go. Yeah, <laughs> okay, I don't really like Serena that much, though. Do you blame him? Oh, I am so team Dan and Serena. They need to be together forever. I still They're don't... meant to be... <sighs> They are yes, perfect they are. for each other. You guys and kill me. The They're the siblings. Story. They're brother and sister. I don't yeah, understand. They're not blood. They have no blood relation whatsoever. I just they will never get it. it. Their parents made that decision. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my they God. They were looking up before their parents got married. You guys are like pro-incest. That's what it is. <laughs> it's not okay. It's I, I want to like them. They're not raised together. It's not, they're not family of any kind. They're our family. They're step-siblings. You don't think that's Not weird? Blood. Okay, I need, I need opinions in the booth over here. Knowing nothing about the show, it's some serious cruel intention shit. Step-siblings, step-brother and step-sister trying to get together, have already been together. Wrong or right? It, it sounds creepy, but I'm just worried about doing the board the right way. It sounds real creepy, though. <laughs> I mean, the show is just nuts. Yeah, they shouldn't be together. That's, that's what I'm thinking. No, I'll take, I'll take it. Fine. Thank you. Keep Thank you, Ronnie. They started dating before their parents started dating. So yes. that's not fair. Ugh, you guys are so weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. I know you... I'm uh, okay. dating kids. Married their 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 parent like that means have to stop dating them now. It's the fact that I feel like Serena wants Dan more because it's her brother. Like I would think it was gross. <laughs> if like if Lily and um, Rufus got married and moved, you know, 
moved their families in together and then all of a sudden like you know after sneaking into each other's bedrooms or something they fell in love with each other then i'd be like that is sick but yeah it's a totally different situation uh, all right, you know what? I, fine, I'm the odd man out, but I guarantee you, if we pulled America or if we pulled After Buzz TV, step sibling off limits. Totally weird. <laughs> totally weird. We're going to pull a caller right now. How about that, Roxy? Okay, we can pull this caller. All right. Online? What's, what's your name? Where are you from? Hi, it's Susie. Susie, my favorite. Okay, Susie, maybe you will agree with me here. We're we're having the sibling debate. Dan and Serena. Yes, I, I've been listening for the past like uh, however many minutes, but I, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I like Dan and Serena in season one and two and stuff, and they were cute and all. But then they, then their parents got married, and I think you all have forgotten that they share a half sibling with each other. Oh my gosh. The, that was before they were even born. Wait. They have no I, control. Hold on. They know, share a half-sibling. Yeah, they have, that, they have that brother that um, Rufus and Lily have. that he's really uh, Oh, yeah. There. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I just think the did, whole situation but, is really freaking weird. Wait, but Susie, <laughs> what, what did you think of the episode? How did it compare to the 100th episode? I mean... I I liked it because there's not as much going on. Like, it wasn't as, there, you know, there wasn't as much going on. Um, there wasn't as much Chuck and Blair as I as I wanted there to be. I know. But, but the Chuck, but the, of the Chuck and Blair that was, scenes that were there, it was very powerful and, like, it was so, like, touching and, like, oh, my God. That it that it was okay. So, but but I really did but I really did like it. Um, I want to talk about uh, the Chuck and Blair scenes now. I know that everybody yells at me for jumping ahead, but I really feel like oh even though it was a small part of the episode, we've covered a lot of the other stuff, and I just want to talk about that scene between Chuck and Blair where he's like. I will pay whatever dowry I need. I don't care. I can't stand you being with another person. And Blair is like, no, this isn't your problem. I could never be with you if you have to buy me. Uh, what is it that she says? She says, when and if we end up together, it has to be as equals. What did we think about this logic? Did we appreciate what Blair was doing or did we just think it was stupid? Oh, my gosh. Like, I, I, I liked it. I mean, I mean. I, it was sad, um, but I get what I get where Blair's coming from. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to have him. Like, I wouldn't want to like have um, have her feel like she owes him anything. It would say, literally like, be like, but he's not trying to buy her. I mean, he's just all this time he's been trying to be with her. So that's just like another thing that he's willing to do it's not like he's like trying to buy her love you know yeah but it, even yeah, though, yeah even though it's not him trying to buy her it literally is him buying her it's literally him buying her freedom <laughs> so he doesn't want her to be miserable for the next year of her life like a year is a long time if you're like 
depressed. I know, but unlike her reasoning for why she didn't want to be with Chuck because of the car accident and making the promise with God, which I thought was ridiculous, and I was like, listen, it's not like that. I thought that was like, Blair, come on. I understood what she was talking about with this. I don't know, as a viewer, I didn't want it to be so, but I understood that she wanted to deal. She made a mistake. Chuck had tried to stop her, and she made the mistake herself, so she wants to fix it herself. Which makes sense. This is what yeah. I wanted. Thank you. When did it take time to even sign their marriage uh, certificate thing? Like, when did that happen? They just had the ceremony. That's I don't know. <laughs> they should get annulled. I, I really don't know. Exactly. All of a sudden, she wants to go off to the Dominican Republic, and, and because that's what Elizabeth Taylor did. By the way, there was right. like six shout-outs to Elizabeth Taylor in this episode. I loved it. I thought it was great. So funny. But, yeah, I, I don't know. There were a lot of pop culture references in this. Like, when Lily and Rufus were, were talking about the songs they danced to, moves like Jagger. <laughs> so weird. They're actually, Gossip Girl's always really good about, like, tying in the, you know, today's pop culture and what's in the news today. They're always, like, they talk about Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff, That's too. true. Well, what not is- Twitter as much, because I guess Gossip Girl is essentially, like, the Twitter. Is Twitter, yeah. But they talk about Facebook and all that stuff. What did we think about uh, watching Blair in the I Love New York shirt? How awesome <laughs> i thought that was so I funny it was cute i was it was like refreshing to see her dressed like a normal human being for once she looked so cute <laughs> so cute so cute she looked like a little non-blair doll yeah well she still was like super done up and looked gorgeous and so she still was totally blair <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Her hair and everything. Well, she was coming from her wedding, but like she was in this big oversized sweatshirt and she just looked like a comfy, chill, normal girl. And I love seeing the side of Blair. And we've seen it before this season when we saw her at her bachelorette party where she's just ripping tequila shots, having so much fun, raging face. And I'm like, yes, there is a girl in Blair that I could be friends with, that I could party with, that I could chill on the couch and watch TV with. Like, who knew? She's, right, it's a real campaign. <laughs> she's totally cool. I mean, so I, I really appreciated that side of her this episode. But overall, I need, I'm starting with Susie, and then we'll go to Jessica, and then to Mia. I need to know, do we think she made the right decision? Do we respect the decision she made? Oh, no. I, I part, part of me is thinking that um, they might, I hope this won't happen, but in the year that they're together, they might like, they might fall in love with each other. Like, I could see that happening. Oh, no. Don't say that. Oh, no, no, no. You're freaking me out. I know. I know. I I can't, like, I can't imagine it would happen, but if it, if it doesn't happen, then I could possibly see her falling for Dan, which I wouldn't want to happen either. Oh, my God. I just don't understand why she can't be with Chuck. Like, that's my, like, I just want them to be together. I'm so obsessed with them. That's, like, all I want in life, Chuck and Blair. I know, me too. Okay, Jessica, what do you think? No way. I don't <laughs> think anything in the world is worth giving up your happiness or at least your sanity. And I think that's what she's giving up. Right. And, you know, she's mentioned that, 
you know, she brings out, she thinks that she brings out the evil in people or the worst in people. And I think that this is just going to turn her back into, like, evil bitch Blair. Like, we've seen, you know, Lucky in Love, like, on Cloud Nine Blair for the past few weeks. And I like that Blair. She's nice and she cares about people. And I feel like it's just going to be a disaster waiting to happen. And it's so not worth it. That makes me really sad. Uh Uh-oh, this is making me nervous about the future. Okay, Mia, say something that doesn't make me so nervous. I I wish I could. Oh, no. uh, Oh, my God. What everyone else is saying is dead on the money. She just, she she sacrificed her happiness for an entire year. Like, 12 months is a long time. And to be with someone that's so evil now, like, there's, there's no way. If you want to be equals with Chuck or whatever, then just, like, obviously, he's a billionaire. Like, money is no issue. I would have just had him pay that, kept him moving, created some kind of payment plan or something so that I don't feel in debt, you know, to, to this guy. But it, it, you really can't put a, a price tag on, on peace and serenity and, and joy. Especially it, when it, you have the money. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, I it's not like she was like poor and it was a real dilemma for her. But when she has the means of figuring it out and she's just choosing not to, then that's ridiculous. Okay. Yeah, I mean, no, like even her mother had her back and was like, whatever, if I got to sell my company, does like you guys won't win. And I felt like she let them win. Like she, she threw in a towel and, and just gave in, like just quit and gave up after all that fight, after leaving and trying to get a flight to the uh, Dominican Republic and going to the hotel and doing all of that, like all that fight and then she just let it go. Why couldn't they have just thrown in one more kiss there or something, something to give us a little hope? It was like so brutal. I don't I don't even know what to say about that. I agree. I agree. Like a hug or something. Yeah, they needed to leave us with something. Uh, It was awful. And I, I really just it's stressing me out. And then the last thing I really wanted to talk about between uh, everything that happened was. What the hell is the deal with this video camera? I mean, who who sent the video to Gossip Girl? Was it Georgina? Why did why wasn't it Chuck or why did Serena take the blame for Chuck? What's going on here? I think it's Dan. I honestly think it's Dan. Right. That's kind of what it was they looking made it, like. They made it seem like it was Dan. I think he's jealous. Like, he loves Blair so much right now, and he doesn't want to see her with anyone else except for him. And that's why he's, like, making himself so readily available to her. Yeah, and you know what? It was sad because the very last scene we see is Dan watching Blair go off with Louis as he's hiding behind the wall, and the Gossip Girl voiceover says something about an enemy or whatever um, the dark part, I don't remember what she said, but it was something that made us think, uh-oh, Dan did this. I honestly don't think it was Chuck at all. I don't either. No, not at all. I, I think Chuck was prepared to actually say something when he walked in that uh, church. But um, I, guess, I guess it was Dan. I don't know. It's complicated. Oh, I just want Chuck and Blair to be get together. Can that happen? Like, why? Me too. Why? I know. I think that, Susie, unless you have anything else to say, we're going to cut to commercial. So, last thoughts before. Um, and you I better call in next say, week. I hate Louis' family. And yeah, Chuck yeah, and Blair, I mean, I, I just keep rooting for them. And yeah. uh, I don't Me know. Me too, baby. I'm right but, here with you. 
I was looking forward to this all day, so thank you so much for letting me oh, give my thoughts. My, we my love input. when you call. You keep calling every week, whatever show. You have great insight, so we'll talk to you next week. So excited. I'll talk to you next week. Bye, Susie. Bye. Okay, so let's cut to a commercial break, and when we come back, we've got some awesome news and gossip, and then, of course, we'll go into predictions. After Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag coworkers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzz TV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? Okay, again, stick with me. I'm not the best reader. One time I was told I sound like a second grader who's about... No, I said five-year-old. Oh, five-year-old, not even second grader, but I will do my best. Okay, so we're going back old school for a second with what's going on with Taylor Momsen post-playing Jenny Humphrey on Gossip Girl. She's actually focused all her time on her music career as the the front-runner for... That's not what I mean. As the lead singer for Pretty Reckless. She appears on the cover of March issue of FHM. Do you guys know that magazine? FHM? And talks FHM, about, yeah. Okay. And like talks about... Yeah, and talks about her incredible work ethic. Quote, I can work 24 hours a day and not have it bother me and not be exhausted by it because that's the way I was built and instilled in me at such a young age. The the 18-year-old singer told the magazine, quote, To be honest, I don't know what to do when I'm not working. I lose my mind if I'm not constantly doing something. Momsen then added that she is high-strung all the time and only catches about four hours of sleep each day from the hours of 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Quote, then I get up and start the day again. So she's partying all night? What the hell? Like, like, are you singing till 9 a.m.? Are you... So like she's so freaking weird. And then later on, I was reading this entire article about her, and she's like, I don't understand why people comment on my eye makeup so often. Really, should they should comment on my heels. I spend a lot of time wearing, uh, picking out my, and I quote, stripper shoes. So they're like 15 inches tall. Maybe somebody could comment on that. It's like, what, girl? Every time she does an interview, I want to, like, hug her parents. She makes herself look so awful. Like, do you guys remember her um, in The Grinch? Who stole whatever, you know, when she was in the city, Lou Who? She's, like, five. She was so cute. I loved her. And now she's, like, crazy. But I've got to tell you guys, I really like Pretty Reckless. It's bad, but I like them. Really? Yeah, they're pretty good. Look them up. Okay, moving on to Blake Lively, who reveals her number. And no, not her phone number, her number number. 
Lively told Elle that she could count her sexual partners on one hand. Quote, I've had four boyfriends in my whole life. I've never been with anyone that's not my boyfriend, she claimed. If I spend time with a man, it's because there's some that's somebody that I know well who's been a friend for a while. So let us count the men. Blake is currently dating Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds. Just prior to that becoming Leonardo public, DiCaprio. right? So yeah. prior to that becoming public, she enjoyed a five-month romance with Leonardo DiCaprio. She also dated co-star Penn Badgley for three years, and before Gossip Girl, she was dating actor Kelly Blatz. So that's four. Did she have any relationship prior to the past like four years? <laughs> um, I don't know, but I hope somebody comes out and calls her bullshit on that because. <laughs> I, I think it is. Maybe it's not, though. Maybe yeah. she's just a good little it's, girl. Well, it's so possible. What? Bullshit? Are we calling bullshit? Okay, speaking of one of her exes, Penn Badgley, he's getting really serious with his girlfriend, Zoe Kravitz, and has, intru- has been introduced to her rock star father, Lenny Kravitz. He met the rocker Lenny for dinner in New York, and according to an eyewitness, they got along really well. A source told Life and Style magazine, quote, Penn looked a little bit nervous. He wasn't talking too much at the beginning, but he warmed up as the evening went on. Things have been going very well because Penn even gave Zoe a cheeky kiss right in front of her father. The eyewitness continued, it was only a sweet peck. Wait, Zoe? Zoe Kravitz, as in... Lenny Kravitz' daughter. Oh, who? Who's cute? I like her. And she dates Penn Badgley, which is Dan Humphrey. Speaking of Penn Badgley, I'm wondering if next week we're going to see him with a haircut since Blair mentioned it. So, oh, yeah, maybe. That's interesting. We can talk about that in predictions, though. So this is our last piece of news and gossip. It's actually my favorite piece of news and gossip. And I'll, I'll hear what you guys think. So we're going back five years ago when they were casting Gossip Girl. Josh Schwartz gives the lowdown on the entire process. He said, Leighton was a blonde when she came in to read, but Blake Lively was blonde, so he asked Leighton to color her hair. A risky move on her part in the middle of pilot season, but she did a sink, rinse, dye job to audition as a brunette. There were also changes that needed to be made to Blake Lively. After we were convinced... After we convinced Blake to do the television show, the network was concerned that she was too California. So we dressed her up in boarding school attire clothes out of Stephanie, the co-creator's closet, and straightened her hair to prove that she was she could look like a New Yorker. Another surprising fact from the audition, Ed Westwick originally auditioned for the role of Nate Archambault. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. So I was just doing research, and I found that, and I was like, I'll stick that in News and Gossip, because... I like it. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, what? I guess you never know how you're going to get cast, but, I mean... I know. Like, I can't... Can you picture Ed Westwick? him as, as me. But you hear about that stuff all the time, you know, like, with friends. Yeah. How, like, Monica, or Courtney Cox and... Jennifer Aniston had auditioned for the opposite roles and all and all that kind of stuff also. Which is so weird. You just can't see them the other yeah. way around. Yeah. Sarah Michelle had auditioned for Cordelia's home. Sarah Michelle what? Sarah Michelle Geller for You're going in and out. We're, we're a little staticky with you. Um, uh, you're saying Sarah Michelle Geller auditioned for somebody else on Buffy, I'm thinking is what you're saying. So yeah, yeah. I, it happens all the time. Happens all the time. But that is your news and gossip for the week of February 7th. Is it 7th? Yes, it yep. is. Um, we'll move right on to prediction. 
Hits. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Okay, very exciting. Next week, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Kind of boring. Uh, It did, but you know what? Valentine's Day really has the potential to shake things up. What I'm wondering the most is, why do we see Blair in this preview? Clearly, she's not on her honeymoon. That's true. So what happens? Somebody talk to me. What's going on? What's going to change? I didn't think it because I watched it on Hulu. You you watched in a pool? You didn't see the previews? (laughs) No. Okay, Jessica, you're you're gonna have to give me a little predictions here because Mia sounds like she's underwater in a pool. <laughs> <laughs> what what are you thinking? What's going on? What's gonna happen on Valentine's Day? Are we gonna get our Chuck Blair romance moment? There's gonna, you know, I always say it looks boring, but I should know by now that that's just what Gossip Girl does to suck us in. Uh, so I'm probably gonna be wrong about that again. But there has to be some kind of rendezvous for sure with Chuck Blair. Maybe Louis gets hit by a car and dies. And I think you're <laughs> on to something because I didn't even think about, I didn't even put the two and two together, the fact that she's not on her honeymoon. You know what I think would be interesting? If somehow Blair got Louis to leave her. Like if she was so annoying or was doing something that was pissing him off so much that he left her and she was free from the dowry. Well, Maybe. He has such a. He seems to have such a short temper. Right. He's probably going to learn how to push his button. I hope so. That could be humorous to watch. Yeah. Um, remember, I told you this is going to bring out the evil side of her again. Wait. What about your you favorite couple, Dan and Serena? <laughs> Are they going to have a little makeout session? I think that this is going to cause a rift between Serena and Blair, as this whole Dan being unfolds. Really. Would you think Blair's mm-hmm. going to be jealous or more Serena's going to be jealous? I think both, but Blair's not going to admit her jealousy. I agree. And, and you know, like we're saying, it's going to be exciting. It's Valentine's Day, and no matter what, we're going to be entertained. People are going to be, I'm guessing, in masks and red and pink and colors and all over the place. So we're, we're going to get something good, some, some romance somewhere, hopefully not including our... Boy, Louis. And I kind of want to see his <laughs> yeah. sister. Are we ever going to see his sister again? I'm over that whole family. You're over the I whole don't family? Any of them. But what about the, there was the whole priest situation, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. A lot of loose ends right now, so now. hopefully we'll be able to tie together some of these loose ends next week when we will all three be in studio where we can see each other's beautiful faces and talk more about this incredible show, Gossip Girl. Until then, we'll be there. Thank you to our call out, uh, our caller Susie, who is such a great caller. You can be a great caller too next week, uh, or tweet at us if you want us to know what you're thinking. Jessica, what's your Twitter handle? At I am Jessica King. And Mia, are you even? Are you Mia's off the line? Well, you can tweet Mia's at Jessica. Gosh, just or, Mia. So yeah, hers is at Just Mia, and mine is Roxy Stryer. Tweeted us, call in. We want to know what you guys are thinking. Um, and if you're as big of a Chuck and Blair fan as I am, just just let me know so I feel some love and support. I need it after this week. And we will see you next week, fans. 
From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.